The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Okay, uh, Mr. Bull, you ready? I'm afraid to say anything out loud. The China shop is about to open. Hi, Hammer. <laughs> it's a Bob and Zip show today with Spike because Ed Kelly's busy making a movie. The Bob and Zip show with Ed Kelly. Is that, what we're, is that what we're officially going with, making a movie? He's making he a is. movie. Yeah. I mean, well, He's... yeah, okay. Home porn is home porn. You can call it making a movie <laughs> if you want. I like how we're classing it up for the big audience. I like it. I yeah. like it. It's actually, uh, it's actually true. He's, he's, he, he keeps getting impressive voice work jobs for huge video games, and he's been hired to be in a film. I guess you can't tell us too much about it. But it, the uh, ironic part is he showed up on the set just to play the pizza delivery guy. Right. But and he, he's, wearing these silk, he's wearing these silk shorts. Uh, the reason, right? the reason smart, I know it's smart not move. that, by the way, yeah. is that he's... Because you've seen him naked? No. Well, It's a short film. No, the reason About I know... About hygiene. It's, it's not that. It's because he's scrambling to memorize his lines. And the pizza oh. delivery guy in a porn film... There's not much he has to remember. I can't believe this is happening to me. <laughs> oh, you said it wrong. You said it wrong. Spike out Get of Get ready day. for the money shot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I could do it again if you need. Oh. Remember that? That was the greatest line of all time. Do, Zip, do you have any idea what he's talking about? I have no yeah. clue. Yeah. No, no. He's talking about, yeah. That's yeah he's talking Dingle, about, baby. yeah. Dirk Dingle, baby. Yeah. Oh, the, I forgot. The, I forgot the premise out. of the old vintage porn films. Nowadays, it's right, just right. straight porn. But that yeah. back then, it, it had a story. It had a storyline. You might she be was mis- an you might be single mother misusing the word straight <laughs> when it comes yeah. to porn. Sorry to jump in, guys. I just I've been running all yeah. afternoon and all evening, and I'm sorry I'm late. All right. no, it's no big deal. I like to save the not family show stuff towards the end because I figure <laughs> oh, my, my easygoing then. people have already tuned out. But oh boy, it's fine. You come right out there like the bull in the china shop that I expected. Thanks for filling in tonight because Ed yeah, is yeah. busy. And there goes our artificial hip sponsorship right there at the window. <laughs> So, all right, what do we want to start with? You know what? I wasn't going to talk about this. It's a big story in Spike's life. And uh, as I'm doing prep for the show, I'm realizing it's a huge news story all over the country now. Yeah. That literally a friend of yours, and I would say uh, I've, you know, worked with him many years, uh, and I think of him as a good guy, is has now got the bright spotlight of the media on him as uh, he is a sheriff who has been charged with, and you think, oh, this is going to be really bad, but it's Seattle, remember? Right. So it's a misdemeanor, and it's making national news. I uh, hadn't I hadn't been aware it was national already. Oh, oh. it's it's right. And, and this was the thing. You and I talked earlier today, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that that's happening to Ed Troyer. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's a misdemeanor, so I hope it's not. And you were like, no, I think they're going to make a big thing. And And so as I'm going through the evening news, there it is. Washington State Sheriff facing criminal charges after incident with black newspaper delivery driver. Now, I am totally on the side of Black Lives Matter in terms of conceptually. I'm I'm really, I don't want to say, if if I'm too anti-racism, I'm angry. I'm not angry, but I right. right. You're not. No, and you're and you're one of the most level-headed, fair. 
um, loving people I've ever met. And, and being an old white guy from the East Coast, that's saying something. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> Let me take off this steel, make off this steel glove real quick. Back in softly. Um, you know, I also was raised on the East and I got to say guys, there's an East coast, West coast difference when it comes to race relations. Mm. I think that's a safe thing to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I, I really think that there's a more entrenched, um, I don't want to say racism, but there's a sense of community and, Tribalism. Sense of I mean, I just call, tribalism. Now, that's a great word. Tribalism. See, I, yeah. I call it tribalism because I think that's what it is. And tribes yeah. don't have to be different color skin. They they could be different, uh, you know, from a different country. They could be from a different neighborhood. And you know, in this country, uh, presumably called the United States of America, uh, you know, we should probably call it the divided states of America if we wanted to be literal. Um, presumably, we all want to get together. You know the Young Bloods song? Come on, people now. Smile on Shoot your at brother. your brother. Everybody, Everybody get together. together. Try to Try love one club one another. Yeah. Right. And so, oh, I, I heard it wrong. Right. Oh. So back to this. So yeah. look, uh, when... Um, uh, you know, when, when really bad things happen and there's a big to-do, I understand it. In this case, let me set it up here, and you tell me if I've got this right. I'm reading it from CNN, so it's, it could be left-wing fake news. I don't know. Washington State Sheriff Ed Troyer uh, and Disclosure, a friend of Spike's. I consider him a friend, too, a pretty good guy. I have, I have worked no less than two dozen charity events with, with this guy. and for yeah. Ed Troyer. 37 every, years every year. in the force, is that right? Yeah, he was the, he was the spokesman. He was the public relations officer right. for the Pierce County Sheriff's Department. He was the guy that had to go out on the news every time there was a national or a local news story that uh, that involved the Pierce County Sheriff's Department and be out there telling the public what was going on, whether it was a shooting, whether it was a fire. There have been national stories where this guy killed his two killed his wife and his two sons. Oh, um, and Ed I know had, that Ed story. Had to, yeah. yeah. Ed had to go out and tell the public about what happened there. There was a story a year and a half, two years ago, where a, a tr- high-speed train making its first run took a turn too fast and went off the tracks and onto I-5 onto a car. Ed had to be out there, you know, all yeah. night long telling the world In what other happened. words, he's got a great record, uh, so much so that they elected him sheriff of Pierce County. Now, yes, let me uh, let me give you what, how the story uh, narrative is playing out, you know, in a big news outlet like CNN. Uh, So here's what happened. And, you know, as I read this, it didn't sound that bad to me. I I guess he was out about, he was in his his regular car. He was not on duty. He was playing clothes. And um, he he saw someone that looked suspicious going from house to house. And um, he called it in and said, you know, it looked like someone might be casing houses. Right. And um, and again, when he went up to the guy, an altercation happened. I don't know how it happened. Uh, Troyer called the officer line of the county's 911 dispatch desk and said, I caught someone in my driveway who just threatened to kill me. They're saying that that was a false uh, report, by the way. That's one of the charges because. Right. That's what I'm saying, too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, they immediately send 40 law enforcement officers to the scene. Right. Almost two dozen vehicles. Right. And that's For a, one guy. Yeah. And that's a little overkill, but, you know, 
he's your sheriff. And and if that had been a white person that Ed approached at like two in the morning in a unmarked vehicle, both both the the, the person that Ed was concerned over and Ed, the other guy wasn't in an official vehicle from the, he was a newspaper delivery guy for right. one of the local papers and he wasn't in like a clearly marked Tacoma News Tribune delivery wagon or anything like that. Right. If he'd have been a white guy and a cop called into the direct line said someone threatened to kill me, that many cars would have showed up. That many, the same number, in other words. I would, yeah, because Ed didn't say a black guy threatened to shoot me or a black guy said he was going to kill me. I right, never right. mentioned anything about so, so that's, I mean, I think the race thing is really being way, way, way out of, that's, and it's the major, it's the know, major course, ingredient in the soup. I wasn't there. So, uh, all I can say is, oh, by the way, uh, his, uh, statement on this was, you know, he basically called it a political hit job and an anti-police move. So it's going to be a big story because he's feeding, you know, and he's defending himself. So I totally get it. Um, but basically he followed a black man delivering newspapers, falsely accusing the man of threatening his life. That's that's what they say, summoning dozens of officers to the scene. Now, does anybody know if the guy threatened his life? What I heard from this story back in March was that the guy said to him, I, you know, I will end you. Okay. That's the, that's the terminology used. Right. And Ed... When he called, and I say Ed, I, I apologize. When when Sheriff Troyer, and Ed's a good friend. I mean, he's right. I know this guy. This guy has raised numerous foster children. I mean, and whatever take from that what you, you love will. This guy. guy has so this guy has welcomed yeah. numerous kids. He couldn't, with, he with couldn't no chance in be following home. a guy because he's black. He just is not right. in his makeup. Okay, right. And that's sort of what they're saying. So, uh, and by the way, the scary thing about this, and I don't know anything, but the scary thing that I do know is there's a profit motive for the media that this is a big story. This sells newspapers. This sells radio talk shows. This sells um, the Internet. It sells everything. Has this ramped up just in recent days? Yes. Oh, yeah. When did it happen, Spike? Happened in March. There was a petition for him to resign immediately from the African-American community in the Northwest. Mm. There were activists that took up the Tacoma News Tribune, put a political cartoon in their paper with that had Ed Troyer wearing a Klan uniform, with the uh, you know Pierce County Sheriff's logo you know, and fair on and reasonable. Sleeve. Come on, fair and balanced now. journalism. Smile yeah. on your brother. Yeah. That's everybody saying. Everybody right. get together, get try together. to love one another. The, the right timing, now. the timing of this is kind of odd. With that Ahmad Arbery. Uh, Georgia jogger murder trial. They're picking the jury for that in Georgia right now. The three guys that right. chased the jogger and shot him and they got the yeah. confrontation, you know? So it, I don't think that just sort of anti's jump jacks the ante up somewhat. Right. I think. Uh, Ed Troyer said this, yeah. uh, that the yeah. media, the attorney general called media outlets to leak that he was filing charges um, and never, called him or his lawyer he says this ambush confirms it's not an independent and fair investigation why this might be something i actually agree with my old friend dory monson on i'll bet he's on this i bet i was on dory's show this morning he was okay as the as the charges were being made yeah. public ed went to dory's show all right i love i love dory so i'd love to agree with him on one thing this is it something i've been searching <laughs> something. and the charge is uh well that's the weird thing um it's two misdemeanors, 
one count of false reporting, because I guess they say when he reported that the guy was threatening his he life. He threatened to kill me. The guy had an ex, yeah. ex, you know, he'd said something that, who knows? No witnesses. And then making a false or misleading statement to a public servant. And so here's the thing. In other cities, you know, really bad stuff happens that, you know, and I say, and I'm, I'm not saying it's not really bad to racially profile, but we don't know if it was racially profiled, right? Well, we weren't there. And I, I exactly. like I say, this guy's a friend, but I can, I have to honestly say I wasn't there. Me too. But like I said before, when Ed called this in, you know, he didn't say, hey, a black guy is trying to kill me. Right. Or is, is threatened to kill me. He also me. asked for backup. Yeah. So, uh, it, it's, it, boy, of course, retrospect, he should have just called it in and had someone else go after the guy. Well, that, uh, yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, politics in Washington. It's, it, what bugs me the most is the divisive nature of this stuff because yeah. you sort of are, you sort of have to choose a side. And if you choose the police, then it makes it look like you're, you know, um, uh, bigoted. Mm -hmm. And if you choose, you know, the newspaper delivery guy, it's they're going to make you look like you're anti-cop. So I'm anti-bigot and pro-cop. Can I be both those things? Is there, is there a club I could join where I could, <laughs> I could, <laughs> I could cherry pick? So you know what? They've unbundled our cable, right? With Comcast, you used to, have to right. buy the whole package. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Can I? I want to a la carte my my. I want an a la carte menu of what I believe yeah. in, not what uh, I don't want to be. Um, brainwashed by the media that likes to divide everybody into two sides. Well, while you're at it, you could neutralize your gender as well. Just get the whole kit and caboodle. Just... Let's just call there the three go. of us them for the rest of the show. <laughs> oh, don't go, don't go smarting off about pronouns there, my friend. Hey, come on. Here's how I feel about that. That was a joke, but if someone tells me what they prefer, you know me. I'm totally respectful. Going to use it. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I would. I would call and whatever they want and. You know what? Uh, you didn't meet her, but uh, last week for the Jonathan Edwards thing, Ed Kelly came out for a couple of days and he bought his girlfriend, Lizzie. And tread lightly, Robert, tread lightly. I know it's my job to stand next to the edge of the iceberg anyway. <laughs> and, you know, we know she's in her 20s. And uh -huh. it's really, you're familiar with this. It's like Steve Fawson and Summer Masick. The first time you meet him, you go, she's awfully young. And then as you get you to know You brought your granddaughter out to the show. <laughs> That's so sweet of you. And then after you get to know them, you go, wow, they really have a connection. They and have wonderful relationships. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, and, and they get married, and, you know, time has, has proven it. So, um, you know, when we met her, of course we have our, uh, look, we're all... Uh, biased we all have prejudices it's built into our dna it's whether you act on them and how respectful you are of people i think that matters anyway the nicest compliment we could have is that ed said when he got back that she couldn't believe how she didn't feel like anybody was judging her we just had fun together that's fine compliment yes. good work now yeah. did we have inner voices that were going oh my god look how young she is yeah, well, of course we did but uh, and so what? It's a, it's it's just a fact. But 
you judge people based on who they are, what their character really is, and how they behave. Now, I don't know uh, what happened with Ed Troyer that night, right? but I know from at least a couple decades of my experience that he's a public servant who's just so concerned with doing good that it's hard for me to imagine, uh, which is not to say that, you know, you know, not to say I know that he, you know, doesn't have a, a darker, would it be a darker side? No. Yeah, I think you can make that statement without, uh, without falling anybody. into the, the hooded community. Sure. Exactly. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. I just, the brotherhood I, of the hood? I, I, <laughs> no? When I heard this, seriously, I went, really, uh, a misdemeanor goes all the way to the attorney general from the governor? Um, it's to me, it's a bad look for the governor and the attorney general, unless they got some meat on those bones, unless they got something real. And here I am taking his side. Uh, and I'll confess, prove me wrong if you got more than that. But what do they got? Let me point out that we're all of us are thoroughly engaged in this story, which is ultimately isn't that the what we've talked about it a million times about engagement well and zip, media zip you you nail what i think is the biggest problem these days it's and i hate to use the words the media because there is no such thing we're all media as soon as we push a letter on the alphabet on our keyboard we're all media right as soon as we speak to more than one person on some digital platform but you know, the old expression, if it bleeds, it leads. Um, if it divides, it rides with media. Anything that's divisive and gets people to take a side and get angry at each yeah. other, torches yeah. and pitchforks. Uh, we have a real, pro the real problem, I think, is that that's how media makes its money. And, and, and I don't blame Trump, but he, like, literally tapped into a gold mine, a hornet's nest, of media fury. And you better believe even the anti-Trump media loved the ratings bonanza and the billing. Sure. And now they need to replace it. What do you got? What's going to go viral? Well, I got this sheriff stopped the newspaper. I got him! Get it! Get him! <laughs> Get him up on the board! Give me a graphic! <clears throat> Yeah. And there have been movies about this all the way back to Network. Remember the movie Network? Mad as hell, sure. not going to take it anymore. Peter Finch. That foretold this. And at the time, it was really crazy fiction. Can you imagine yeah. <laughs> riling people up so they're shouting out their windows? That's crazy talk. That's so, so, if, so if we get in the Wayback Machine, right, mm -hmm. and go back 30 or 40 years, the only voice you had as uh, an individual, would be the op-ed page, correct, technically, of the local scrap the well, newspaper? Well, the op-ed page admitted it was an editorial. It was like, here's where we put things that are opinions. Our opinions. Letters, yes. letters to the edi editor. Yes, yes, yes that's, that's, that's And letters yeah. to the editor was where you could write it. Right. And that was that, your op-ed. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what Zip's saying. That's the only voice we had was letter to the editor. That got any kind of play. Whereas now, like you're saying, everybody is a broadcaster. We're all multimedia We're all conglomerates media. in the palm of our hand. Oh, I got a brilliant, billion dollar idea. Okay. Tick shock. Tick shock? It's like TikTok, but they're like shocking and vulgar and dangerous <laughs> and sexy and lewd and violent and bloody. Tell me we're not going to make billions. Well, tick shock, copyright. Yeah. Call my lawyer. Uh, you're going to have, so when you get that 
blatant about it, you're going to have uh, difficulty with hosting, and you're going to have difficulty with credit card companies accepting your payments. Damn it. That's the thing about divisiveness. Click shock. Well, divisiveness now, it's subtle. It's it's almost like you don't know you're being controlled by these algorithms. And, yeah, you, yeah. Do, you know, I get caught up in it sometimes. But Well, the outrage machine just travels so fast. Remember last week how we had finally caught Facebook ruining the world and we are going to do something about it? Yeah, well, yeah, that, that was, was last, last week's week. story. I remember yeah, there was gives, a bit. Nobody gives a rat's There's ass a today about, about that what Facebook last week. Is doing. <laughs> so funny. All right. Uh, anyway, yeah. I want to know more, but uh, shout out to Ed. I might even well, listen Ed, to the Dory show on the podcast. Because you should. What I'm seeing is Ed's going on the offensive and saying, look, this is crap. Yeah. I'm going to fight. I, I've served this community for 37 years. I'm going to defend myself in this case, and I'm going to continue to defend this yeah. community. At the end of the day, they call it a misdemeanor for a reason. Uh, let me put, let me take the um, let me assume Ed made a mistake for a second because we all could make a mistake if he. Well, it was a mistake. Uh, he sees a guy delivering newspapers. He thinks he's casing joints. The guy wasn't casing joints, right? So it's right, a mistake. Right. Um, Meanwhile, I, the driver of the of the newspaper car sees the sees this unmarked vehicle circle block for the third time, checking him out. Yeah, he so he's on. So he's on the defensive, right? And and so what we don't know is what happened. Like Ed's story is that the guy started, you know, and started getting angry with him and calling him. Uh, I don't like the R word. I use bigoted, calling him bigoted because I, it, it, it's just a better word for me. Archie Bunker was bigoted, maybe because of Archie made me laugh that I'd rather use that word. I don't know. Racist seems so divisive, even more divisive than you need for mistaking a newspaper delivery guy for a potential prowler, right? Right. So it was a mistake, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow, you know. This is the other thing about the digital world. Mm-hmm. Every mistake you make, I remember when I was in high school and if I got caught doing something wrong, the principal would look to me and go, this is gonna be on your permanent record. I was like, I'm going to break in and steal those files tonight. <laughs> you guys didn't make copies? Dumbass. <laughs> I know. And they put it all on microfish. I'm not too yeah. worried <laughs> about my detentions. But right. um, but these days, everything's uh, under surveillance and everything is on Facebook and everything. Well, John, is- well, John Gruden just lost his job coaching the Raiders because of emails from 10 years ago. Good point. What did he you say know? in those emails? Uh, something about the color of a guy's skin, yeah. size of a guy's lips. I mean, it was he was bad stuff. He was homophobic, racist. He was yeah. he was bad. It was bad shit. Pardon me. Whoops. Bad stuff. Bad stuff. Bad hoodoo. Bad juju. Bad bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but ten years ago, so it's it's a now now finally is a permanent record. Yeah, there is a permanent record of everything. I mean, can you imagine a thousand years from now, like going back and looking at your great 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 grandparents' Facebook pages? <laughs> wow they will have it'll that. I, it'll still be there i mean now you know when if we want to go back a thousand years two thousand years we got nothing we got you know pieces of pottery and spears and stuff that's you know fallen apart and we have to come up with a theory about it well we got the we got the book of what <laughs> um 
I, I wish I were more religious. Okay. <laughs> got the book King James Version. We got the uh, Gutenberg sure, Version, whatever. Sure. You know, Steve, yeah. the Steve Gutenberg Bible. I'm sure. Uh, remember, he who uh, controls the media controls the world. Speaking of which, um, Elon Musk is talking about artificial intelligence. He thinks oh, I, I think he's genuinely smart, don't you? Uh, I think he's pretty smart. But Well, he's a billionaire who, uh, you know, has a huge profit motive and wants to take over the world. And artificial intelligence, if that isn't what's going to drive his self-driving cars, I'm not sure what is. But no, he means AI that will outsmart human beings and rule us, as in the stuff of science fiction movies. As said, Skynet went <laughs> went live, right? Yeah. The date that Skynet went live and Terminator happened? Yeah. Did you um, did you look at that video I sent earlier? It's okay if you don't. I, nobody no, ever, I, I, nobody I, ever I, reads I, anything I send. I'm quite I just got it. in front of the computer to talk to you guys tonight. Okay. I swear I've been out doing, doing so, real world stuff. Yeah, Elon Musk does this video and uh, says this scares, this terrifies him. Uh, and that he's more aware of what's being developed in artificial intelligence any, uh, than most people. And he specifically calls out Google. They have a uh, division that, uh, you know, is, is specifically building this. And what he says is you could take some artificial intelligence, uh, you know, lives on a computer brain, and you could show it a game, any game, and uh, and it will learn it so fast that it will beat the greatest human players in the world. And they did experiments with this. And uh, eventually the computer, the artificial intelligence module that they created, could beat all of the best players simultaneously. In any game? In any game. Simultaneously? Simultaneously. Like, play them all at once. Yeah, they did. Wow. you got to look at this video. Uh, let me let me call it up and uh, see what it is. This is only the beginning, it says. It's worse than I thought. Elon Musk. And what he's basically saying, and, and he says this outright, it's more dangerous than nuclear explosions. It literally could happen... Almost instantaneously, because they they have the artificial intelligence has a logarithmic learning curve, whereas I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Man, that's an illustrated point. Well done, Bob. Thank you. So I don't know, and and there's something that no one is thinking about. No one is thinking about artificial intelligence, except I, I do a little bit because I I'm sort of paranoid by nature, and I suspect I'm being manipulated all the time. Spam emails, Nigerian yeah. princes. Um, everything in your Facebook feed. Everything yeah, in my Facebook feed. Everything, time. man. Oh. But isn't there always, uh, uh, to use a pronoun, isn't there always a they and their creating artificial yeah, intelligence, yeah, some yeah. sort of humanoid they controlling us. It's, yep, that they keep saying. Well, yeah. Musk talks about that, and um, I can paraphrase, but basically uh, at some point the intelligence fires the creator. And you think you could just unplug it, but with decentralized everything? Yeah, Skynet, I'm telling you, man. I tell you, close the pod bay doors. <laughs> 
We're A, actually there. C, it, isn't it the weirdest A, thing that C. science fiction stuff happens? Like when I walk to the grocery store and the two doors go shh and pull apart, oh, yeah. I'm in Star Trek, right? Yeah, you are. And that's where they got the idea, dude. <laughs> yeah. And when I hold that's up my phone. That's where they got the idea. When I hold up my phone, it's a communicator. But it should it should, I sh- it should be able to phone, download the, bet, yeah. yeah. But now, <laughs> my Apple Watch is a tricorder. Have you seen what these new devices? I, I mean, they monitor your heart rate. They'll let you know. Hey, you should get a checkup. Yeah, you know, you had some uh, defib. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's wonderful in a way. <laughs> Bones Can they up. treat erectile it's, it's dysfunction? Syph- it's syphilis, Jim. It's syphilis, Jim. <laughs> Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a marriage counselor. <laughs> All right. It's pretty crazy. So Just wave uh, the Apple Watch near her crotch. <laughs> nope. Not that one. Oh, that uh, was too much. How do you feel about a self-driving car? Musk also talked about the, that. I, I think it's the worst idea ever, personally. And why do you think I so? I really do. This is backward spike. Um, my favorite spike, by the way. You set up a nice <laughs> softball for me to hit. Keep going. <laughs> I think it's a horrible idea. Okay, I why? think that, that you know, well, losing control, giving up control of something that could that is a lethal weapon. It's truly a lethal weapon, and you're giving up control of it to a, a, a device, an artificial intelligence device, that could be compromised in any of a thousand ways, hmm. from per, from from inner malfunction through construction and des, or design, to someone reaching and hacking it and manipulating it from afar. You get a bunch of people, and you want to you want to talk about wreaking havoc. Do you know that all of this people was self driving cars? All of this was said about putting your credit card on the internet and trusting the internet with your banking information. Hell, this was said about taking cars off rails. What if people can control them by themselves? That's yeah. crazy. Um, um, <laughs> so here's here's the here's the counter argument of that, and it's a really easy one. And again, I stole uh-huh. it from Elon Musk today. Uh, very soon. Statistically, driverless cars are going to be 200% safer because they can measure this stuff. Like how safe a car is, is what the auto insurance industry is all about. It's what they do. Yeah. So I think I said this on our show like 10 years ago when the, when the whole thing was super sci-fi. I said as soon as it's safer than, than driving it yourself – yeah, driving yourself is going to be outlawed. You're going to have to pay an extra yeah. premium for it because it's yeah, all about I, the I, money. I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah. But if, but if your example is that our, our our money's all online and that's safe, somebody gets somebody gets hacked every eight seconds and loses all their money, mm-hmm. every eight seconds. And you and you, if you're if you're talking about now you're driving elite, I mean it's one thing to just have all your money wiped out because there are, there are mechanisms to get it back, and the worst thing is you lost all your money. You're talking about three thousand pound vehicles working sixteen miles an hour plus. Okay, that's a lot more dangerous. Than- and I love your argument for twenty twenty one, but in twenty thirty, you know what the counter argument is going to be? Eh, people are replaceable. No, putting people behind the wheel leads to more deaths. We've got to stop it. We've got statistics <laughs> to prove it too. Yeah, they yeah. will. And again, here we are in this pandemic, telling people they're not paying enough attention to science. And they're not. <laughs> but, oh, but when science, and this was sort of what Elon was talking about, ironically, even though he wants to sell these self-driving cars, as soon as human judgment is outranked and out-earned, 
and outperformed by artificial intelligence. Let me let me give you another example. We're watching the American League championship championship series right now. You're probably not because it's Boston. Uh, Zip and I are. I'm interested, but not enthralled. Uh, well, I haven't watched baseball much in several years because a it's boring. B, you were a Mariner boring, fan, and C it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, D it's too long and boring. Short yeah. and boring. I can take. You know, I'm married. I've got training in that. <laughs> Your poor wife. <laughs> She's got training too. Um, but every time, and you've seen this evolution, every time a pitcher comes up now, they have graphics of where his pitches are. They have graphics of where the hitter hits the pitches. And when a pitch goes over the plate, they show you a little uh, circle that has the speed in it. They show you exactly. And, and if the ump makes a bad call, they go, well, that was a bad call. <laughs> right. Much like the self-driving car, uh, umps are only around now because we're kind of used to them. And just like curling up with a good book, they feel comfortable. Yeah. There is no need for an umpire. None. And it's like Did a self-driving car. Did you see earlier in, yeah. it, I meant to ask you this, Bob. Did you see that bad call the guy uh, the umpire made tonight. It, it was yeah, and he yeah. thought it was walk, and it was looked like interference. Yeah, in did fact, you the, hear the? Did you hear the crowd in the background? They shut the audience, the ambient noise mics off because the entire Fenway Park was going bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> oh, I didn't they, know. I wonder. You know oh. what? Several times during the game, they've shut off the audio of the crowd. Is that why? Yeah, they, they yes. got Fenway on mute. They are ready to go a mute button at Fenway. They really do. You because the man. minute it quieted down, yeah. I could hear the guy throw the audio switch in the end. Well, the yeah. and here's the thing, <laughs> Zip uh, uh, and Spike, just like the self-driving car dilemma, right now we exist, we've now busted every ump's bad call, every single one. And sure. it's, when he makes a bad call, it was clearly a ball. The hitter is heading out to first base. He blocks the catcher so the catcher can't throw the guy stealing second out. And the ump has made the mistake, but call it artificial intelligence, baseball intelligence, has showed all of us in real time what really happened. Where does that go? Well, I can tell you where it goes. Already, baseball calls are reviewed. Baseball calls never used to get reviewed. Remember oh, that? Oh, no. There was no replay. No. And everything in football now is like there's so much betting money riding on it. Oh yeah, you go to the you go to the tape all day long in, in football, and eventually they won't even ask the guy in New York. There'll be a computer, Hal. Right? Should they? Yeah, or should they yeah. de deny it? I don't know. Ugh. Jesus, are you so, going to roll out a big barrel of Kool Aid, Jim Jones? Yeah. I mean, I'm getting to. I'm look, getting. To I'm trying press. to have fun with this. I know, right? But I also I look for stuff that no one else is really talking about because why have a podcast if we can't no, you know, take know. someone somewhere That's... else they haven't gone? But if you look around you, much like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, when the headhunters, you know, the cannibals put them in the soup and they went, hmm, this is a nice warm bath. This feels great. It's like yeah. me with my phone. I'm instantly in touch with anybody. And at the touch of a button, I can have, you know, I can have a, a roll of lifesavers delivered to my house for free from Jeff Bezos. Well, <laughs> that means you and me are Soylent Green, buddy. We are we're Soylent Green. There. And we are Soylent meanwhile, green. we're being stewed 
and uh, and slow enough that we don't notice it, human beings who used to be experts are being outgunned and outplayed by computers. This is what Elon Musk was talking about. Where does it go? So would you rather live in a world that is slightly flawed but more comfortable or perfect and sterile and, you know, completely... What I love about your question is the innocence that I might have a choice. Thank you. I would love to have a choice. <laughs> Jesus, that means that means Zager and Evans in the year twenty five twenty five is coming. Yeah, it might be in the year twenty twenty five. It happened lots faster. Should than we should redo it. We should redo it. Twenty in the year twenty twenty one. Twenty one twenty two. In the year twenty twenty three. Well, in the in October of twenty twenty two. But people don't notice how fast. And and by the way, I went to McDonald's uh, yesterday because uh, I live in you know Hootenanny, death wish? No, Hootenanny Vermont. No, we go to McDonald's once. There's there's no restaurants here. It was Monday night. Nothing's open. I didn't feel like cooking. I could have made a burger on the grill. I said, let's just drive through. And McDonald's has an app now, like Star. Uh, what is it? Um, Starbucks. Yeah. But they haven't quite got it together. And anyway, I ordered on the app and. Um, it, the, and I went. I go in and pick it up, um, and I do that because, gosh, this is gonna, this is edgy stuff. But I think Let's I've go. already sort of hinted at this. I've got three vaccinations. I just as soon get COVID now and get it out of the way while I'm Ow. as immune as I'm gonna be. <laughs> Oh, uh, you're you're immunocompromised, right? With your with your Lyme well, disease. Well, I have tick-borne illnesses, uh, a history of that. Um, yeah. I still test positive for a parasite called Babesia, uh, but mostly I've, I mean, I mostly feel pretty good. I I get some headaches once in a while and some things I'm dealing with that could they just call them migraines, and you know they want to put me on all these prescription drugs, which I refuse to take, by the way. Yeah. And uh, and uh, full disclosure, I'll do a couple of drops. Of uh, of uh, what do you call those things? Yeah, tincture. Yeah, tincture. Yeah, uh, yeah. Before bedtime to sleep because I don't want to keep taking uh, sleeping pills and stuff like that. You're fine with the devil's lettuce, just nothing <laughs> pharmaceutical. Is That's that right. what you're saying, Bob? Um, but I, you know, <laughs> uh, but I'm also paranoid as hell because I, I have no. I, that's I don't want to get high. I don't want to drink. I don't. I, you know, I'm still very. Uh, just, I don't know. I'm edgy about all that stuff. <laughs> you know you. That's why. I know me. I'm, uh, <laughs> you I can know go you off well. the deep end. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm paranoid about this stuff. I, I think I see, I see so much of our power being taken away, and I see human beings being manipulated to be divided and fight each other. George Carlin said this in one of his most famous bits. The owners of our country want to keep us fighting each other so they don't notice how rich we're getting. Well, now add new owners, computer algorithms, and tech guys. Yeah. I mean, think of what Jeff Bezos did. He basically put every store on the planet on the verge of going out of business. Every freaking store. Just because you and I, and I assume Zip too, love to push on a button and have that instant gratification of knowing, ah, it's on its way. I don't even have to think about it. 
Right. Well, you're saving money. You're not driving anywhere. Yeah, you know, not saving, saving your valuable time, yep. your valuable money. You're not saving money. I'm not? No. Um, I'm not uh, saving have, a have drive looked, over to the mall. Have you looked and at a, the stock market lately? Do you see any stocks going down? You know who's saving money? The people that uh, make stuff and sell you stuff used to have to ship it to a distributor and a warehouse. And that warehouse had to hire people and put name tag badges on them to stand at Best Buy. And then they had to air condition and heat the room. And they had to you know, provide uh, right. 401ks. And they had to pay people wages. And those people you know, learned how to react with the customers and say, what kind of TV do you think you would like? Here, let me show them and you can experience them. And then they would sell you one. Now, if you even bother to go to a store, you whip out your phone and compare prices. <laughs> Maybe it's only me. No, you're right on the mic. <laughs> so, again, um, all of this... All of this instant gratification is coming at a cost of us all being very divided and uh, being steered, herded yeah, yeah. into sides that, and by the way, you know, if you go back in history, the sides always didn't like each other and always used rhetoric and hyperbole to talk about each other, but... They also had a certain amount of respect and knew that you had to compromise in the end. Compromise. There's a forgotten word. I know, right? This, this, Bob used the C word. Oh, <laughs> a compromise. Word. We're going to primary your ass out of here, buddy. Dropping right. the C word. <laughs> kind of building you think you're standing in. This is the hallowed halls of democracy, my friend. C word. <laughs> I'm going to play that song. So uh, uh, Jonathan Edwards closed his show with the Youngbloods. Come on, people now, smile on your brother, everybody get Did together. They really? Gotta love one another right now. And it was a beautiful thing. And I thought, yeah, what kind of artists are writing let's get together and love one another in peace? All you need is love kind of songs these days. Those chick bands. Oh, was that sexist? I'm sorry. Are, are they writing love songs? Sure they are. Well, then they're Kids hiding them from songs. me because they're too pop for me to like. <laughs> right? Yeah. True. Hmm. I don't know. Perhaps a digital fast is in order for you, Bob, or some kind of digital timeout. Ooh. And you go mean for the a guy, hike. the guy who gardens Unplug. and makes maple Tune syrup. Tune out. Drop out. Hikes every day. Needs to yeah. also get rid of his phone. Um, Intellilent. Uh, then what would I talk to you about? Bugs. <laughs> Plants, bees. <laughs> Does this suck in fact that I found these bushes and yeah, man, I don't know. I can't stop scratching. I don't know what it is. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you though. I I think it's possible that it would be good to do that for the whole population. Uh okay. I uh I think I may have been uh told to commit insurance fraud. By or at least at least advised to commit insurance fraud. By by a healthcare provider. By a healthcare provider? Yeah, yeah. Do tell. Well, I, I'm hesitant to roll my my fair doctor under a bus, or at least their staff. I say their staff as to not give away their gender. Okay. But uh, I've got insurance new now through my work. Um, thank you very much, the good folks at Sinclair Broadcast Group, fine insurance providers that they are. 
Um, but I had been buying insurance on the open market exchange. Ah, I did that too. Thanks, so, Obama. So expensive in in Washington. Hey, yeah, beats the beats the hell out of the bill I would have gotten with my heart attack last year had I flown uninsured. That's right. And by the way, as I, um, as I sit in my home, rebuilt after the fire through insurance. Thank you very much. Because insurance costs <laughs> always go down when a Republican is in office, right? They always go no, down. No, insurance, insurance coverage goes down. But the costs, <laughs> you're right. The costs yeah, go up yeah. every year no matter who's in office. Right? Yeah, that's very, very yeah. true. So I'm, Thanks, I'm at Obama. My, <laughs> yeah, I'm at, my, I'm at my provider today. Sure. And, I'm, and, I, and I went in because I've still got live active coverage through the exchange and my work coverage began at the beginning of the month. I had gone through my waiting period. Got it. You know, so I had All right, what do they tell insurance. you? They tell you to lie? Double well, dip? Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. They said, you know, you should oh, wow. keep both policies live because this has a max that they'll cover. And oh, then well, when they cover this portion, we'll submit that to the other policy you're yeah, carrying. Yeah, that's supplemental coverage. I, I don't think they told you to break a law. I think that's actually okay. <sighs> I have supplemental, you know, I've now turned 65. So. <laughs> Thank you. Got some of that? <laughs> no, but I have I have a, what's called a Medigap uh, that covers stuff that Medicare doesn't cover. Uh, usually, Insurance companies are usually in line. One is the first line of defense, and what they don't cover, you can have another one covered. Now, okay. and, and by the way, I, I just assume that they're telling you to do the right thing because if it wasn't the right thing there's no way you'd get away with it yeah and and i, they, I don't know if they want it. they like they like me but they don't like me so much as to put their practice at jeopardy yeah 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 so, so okay good so well, that's you, what i'm going to do then so yeah. wait a minute you have you have insurance from your workplace yes i do and you have the other insurance that is overlapping yeah it's yes it's still active it's still monthly. I made my monthly payments December or October first. Hmm. You know, and I and do they know about each other? I don't know. Okay. I was gonna, I, you know, I was gonna keep them both active for the month until I determined which one provided better. I went to my provider and had their office manager say, "Look at these two policies, compare them. Yeah, which one will give my family better coverage?" Well, the one you're paying for, I assume you're paying through the nose and other orifices. And you know, it's 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 funny, and I'll, and I'll, I'll give a little more juice out here. Okay, it's just my dental coverage. Oh, but but when I say that I've had two teeth extracted in the last year and have to have two implants done, we're talking about you know a nice used car riding around in my mouth. That's how much money we're talking about. Right. One of these insurance policies will cover about half of that. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And if I keep the other policy, I'll just submit the balance of bill to them at the end of it, and they'll yeah. cover the yeah. other half. All right, let me just stop you right here. Uh, as a kid who went to Catholic school, yeah, you'll get caught if you do anything wrong. So just call them both and ask them. I was told to do this by my <laughs> provider. That's my dilemma. Yeah, it, it isn't a dilemma. Just do what's right no matter what. Come on, well, people I'm, now. Limit, Smile on your if, brother with those beautiful teeth that you just if had I show up, right now. If I show up to the natural spring with two bottles in my hand, am I breaking the law filling both bottles? I don't know. Uh, you'd have to talk I've, to the attorney I've general if he's not I've too busy busting to at Troyer's balls. I've showed up to the trough of health with two full policies yeah. in my hands. Yeah. I paid for each one. You're paying for them, and, and you got to find out whether one of them is something. I, I will do some. I will do some investigating yeah. before I... I suspect if they told you that, that it, because you're paying for both of them, that that's okay. 
Yeah. I also suspect yeah. that you, if you don't know, you shouldn't bring things up in public podcasts. Oh, darn. That's why, that's why I was vague. It could have been my liver. Could be talking about my liver. Sure. Who knows? Huh? Right. Uh, <clears throat> I want to talk about Colin Powell a little bit. Since we're on a, all depressing topics week, no, even. I think this is. I think it's a great topic. Okay. I really do. And um, and I know you come from a you know a family with a military uh, dad. I, I do. I'm I'm the proud son of a veteran. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm a proud son of a veteran. How about you, Zip? Uh, I am as well. Yeah. Yes. 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 So um, when Colin Powell passed away, I. Uh, I had conflicting thoughts because uh, here's a shocker. I'm against war unless there is absolutely no other case. I mean, clearly, if you're defending yourself or stopping something terrible. So to me, Colin Powell is still remembered by me as the guy who stood up and said we have to invade Iraq because they have weapons of mass destruction, and he called it irrefutable evidence uh to his credit later later on he uh he basically said he messed up if if that's that sounds like too calm a way to say that but um so when he passed away i i, I was just reminded about uh, that our military around the world is pretty aggressive and um you know the recent sting of the afghanistan pull out when I say recent, it was like a 20 year sting. Yeah. And, uh, and so I couldn't really celebrate him the way everyone else seemed. I and mean, boy, did the media fall into lockstep and how fantastic he was. But here's a guy. And I saw a clip when talking about, uh, Kuwait operation desert storm. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy who basically when I was asked, what's your plan? Our plan is to go in there and crush him and kill him. I'm like, Oh, I don't want to get on your bad side. This is what we do. I know. This is what. This is who we are and what we do with Deathco Industries, Bob. And we try to, just like I don't go to the slaughterhouse to see the cow become my hamburger. <laughs> and by the way, it was a pretty good analogy if you think deep and it's sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two things you don't want to see made, laws and sausages. And war. Uh, so I felt bad. I felt conflicted. I, um, I am happy that he got through life respected and he had some skills uh but i did not feel you know you know i did not feel like go like going along with the with the narrative i i thought the, I, I think every war of my lifetime has been i can't think of a good one can you say grenada clinton was in and out on a weekend and they surfed all afternoon you bet fine time <laughs> cute girls topless beaches Woo! but i mean down boy down boy. Just, is there anybody here who likes war and I realized you were convinced it's necessary. That's why, that's the only reason you ever have it. So if we don't do it, bad stuff is going to happen. But every time we do it, you know, I, I, mission accomplished? I don't think so. All right, that's all I got. No one else wants to speak about it. <laughs> it's not funny enough. I get it. No, well, uh, you know, Colin Powell, I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm a bleeding heart liberal. I'm a libtard through yes. and through. I wear it well. I wear it proudly. Um, Colin Powell was a Republican, full on, war general, four star general. But as a, I mean, the guy served his country for nearly four decades. Yeah. The guy was our first black secretary of state. 
The guy went before the UN and made a BS argument about why we should go to war, WMDs, but he got that information from his yeah. government. Yeah. He got that information from the office of the vice president. I understand that's whom the, he thought that's he the could, narrative. could yep. trust. Yeah. This guy, they, they flew that guy out there because he was the most integrity-based, solid citizen they had in their administration. That's why he carried the torch for them. And they played him. Yeah. He was way up there in the credibility scale. Yeah. He, was, he was, there was, I don't think there's been anybody yeah. since. Yeah, yeah, we, we have nobody close we, now. We made a song about how they wanted him to be president. Remember that? Oh, what did we it do? It was the Rolling Stones painted black. <laughs> I, think I think it's, it's time, time we had, had a president, president who's black. Who's black. <laughs> <laughs> I want to vote for Colin, Colin, Colin Powell. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and he seriously considered oh. it. He, then, he lost to Bush in the primaries. Uh, and then his, no, he didn't lose. He backed it. Yes. He did. He, no, he never ran. No, read your, read your. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, he didn't run. He basically I, I his thought, family. Everyone talked him out of it. It was like you, you oh. you're respected now, and you do realize that. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Are not respected. Right. He should have ran as an independent in '04. Mm. Run against Bush and uh, was it Kerry then? Yeah. Isn't it weird, though, you know, when you pass away at your exit interview, you always have the asterisk for the one bad thing, and that always comes oh, yeah. up. Absolutely. Despite 40 years of great, you know. What's going to be our service? one bad thing? Every you, every you all go first, and then we'll run out of time, and I won't have time to go. My years of alcohol abuse. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> just telling you. I was going to say, I, I, I hope this doesn't sound mean. It's a good thing you're not more famous because no one will actually care. Yeah, that's true. No, that's true. I feel that way sometimes, no. too. Uh, Spike, yeah, what do you got? Bad behavior. Burn your parents' what's, house down? What's, will that be... Uh, what's, my, what's my worst offense on the planet, on, yeah. on life itself? Yeah. Oh, I think the last 10 minutes of this podcast would probably <laughs> qualify as my, my worst offense on the planet. Um, you know, uh, God, you know, I, that's hard to say, man. I... I was, oh, I'd have to think about that and get back to you. I mean, I, I'm honestly that deluded to think that I have never done something that's really going to scar the face of the planet. No, you haven't um, scarred the I, planet. I, we've I, done I, good stuff. We've, uh, we've, we, I think we have. We've gone to Africa and, uh, and yeah. helped uh, children. I think I've got an open-minded perspective. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't get ahead at the expense of anybody else. At least I try, I try not to. I don't consciously get ahead by by taking advantage of somebody else i don't scam or con anybody did you know that psychology today calls that the meaning of good and evil uh they just describe what good is you want to hear this yeah i was reading this today because i was i was actually thinking about that like to me divisiveness is evil so to me both sides are evil okay and we would need leadership that says, let's, we have to come together. And it was convincing at that for it to be good. So I actually Googled, oh, what's the difference between good and evil? And I got an article in Psychology Today that said, good means a lack of self-centeredness. It means the ability to empathize with other people, to feel compassion for them, and to put their needs before your own. It means, if necessary, sacrificing your own well-being for the sake of others. Now that could be like sacrificing your life or it could simply be doing the dishes. That's how I look at it. 
you know, I vacuumed today, honey. Give me a medal. It means benevolence, altruism, selflessness, and self-sacrifice towards a greater cause. All qualities which stem from a sense of empathy. That's good. With that yeah. said, there are so many millions of quiet heroes, people that take care of elderly people, people take care yeah. of dementia people, uh, EMTs getting yep. paid 18 bucks an hour. They're pulling people out of car wrecks and restoring the, their hearts. By the way, you know who you they know? are? They're the people you don't meet on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's true. I mean, there's some nice true. people that post cheerful things on Facebook, but they don't get much play, much action. The really good people you meet in person. Uh, you want to know what evil is? Evil's got a name, Bob. And? Donald J. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know, I had to, it's been almost an hour. I hadn't said the word That's Trump, awesome. so I had to, had to jump in there. Uh, look, I do, think, I do think he's kind of evil, but he's really more selfish uh, than evil to me. Uh, that's kind of the definition of evil you just gave us there. Buddy. Well, you know. it's, it's part of it, but evil—let uh, me read from this article because I found this article great. Evil people are those who are unable to empathize with others. Yeah, Trump's pr- um, 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 uh, Trump Jack. empathizes with 39% of others very well. No, <laughs> I don't think that's true. Let's uh, check the records. Hang on. No, uh, trying to bring everybody together. As, know, a re- as a result, their own needs and desires are of paramount importance. They are selfish, self-absorbed, narcissistic. Ding, 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 checking boxes. In fact, other people only have value for them to the extent that they can help them satisfy their own desires or be exploited. This applies to dictators like Stalin and Hitler, and as serial killers and rapists. I would argue, this is the article that's arguing, that the primary <laughs> characteristic is an inability to empathize. Check-a-doodle. They can't sense other people's emotions <laughs> or suffering. That's evil. Evil. Okay. So where do we fall? Well, it turns out most of us are not one or the other. In fact, at different times, we may behave in either way. And so I uh, theorize that it's way more useful to find the evil in yourself than it is about in others. Because the evil in yourself, you can do something about. And the evil in others, not too often. Uh, yeah, with exceptions, obviously. Uh, most, of us, <laughs> most of us lie somewhere between Gandhi and Hitler. Well, I think that's a pretty wide. Well, yeah. <laughs> I could make that putt. Come on. Yeah. That's a... um, and, and a lot of us, uh, when we're evil, we don't realize we're evil. Do you know what I'm That's saying? That's true. People, yeah. Self-delusion, yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't, you know, you lose the empathy for a second and you behave selfishly. Uh, and uh, you know that you're a good person with good intentions. So you kind of don't bust yourself. Uh, yeah. Uh, the article says one thing that I totally don't disagree with. It says the goodness in human beings emerges when we are connected. Sorry. <clears throat> nope. Social media proves that wrong. <laughs> yeah. It started nice, though, didn't it? Social media. There's my friend from high school. Yeah. Look at my dinner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're having a reunion. Hey, it's a hey everybody game. should come. I can't believe how good you guys look. And some of that is still there. Uh, what got in the way there is the profit motive of Facebook, divide and conquer. Facebook has one job, 
and that's to hold people longer and have them uh, become dramatically engaged in its website. I can check once a week to see where my friends ate out and pictures of their kids' graduation. But when I get riled up, I can check it on the elevator. I can check it at a stoplight. Mm-hmm. Got to have that little dopamine, buddy. That little shot. Rope of dopamine. Yeah, yep. rope of dopamine. Yep. Okay. All right. And uh, that is my entire uh, series of rants for tonight. Well, they were effective, Bob. Oh, no. <laughs> Sips ready to put the old uh, tailpipe and the garden hose in the side window and call it a life. Well, everybody. Let the car run into over. the garage. Yeah, did, I didn't really offer la, any la, la. solutions, did I? You started to. There was a bit of salve at the oh, end. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, Let's all sing oh, along. Good. Come on, people now. People now. Smile on, on your brother. Everybody, everybody get together. <laughs> this is awful. Keep play, coming back. It works if you work. Yeah, I'll play the. I'll play the song. Start uh, to shove everybody right now. Oh man. Uh, Spike, how are you doing? You got a you, you you're ha- you're happening now. You got a job. You're working. I got a work job. Yeah, you yeah. know, the last few days have been stressful because my company went through a little uh, little attack. I don't know oh, if they heard had about a, that on CNN. Yeah, they had the mall. Uh, well, not malware. Ransom, ransomware. 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 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, and, and by the way, us. I'm bad. I always click on the ransomware test emails that our company cumulus puts out and then yeah. i have to take training in fact i have to take training within two days or i'm gonna get I've, fired i click the fish email every time too bob i've taken cyber training three times already i've been there you two and months. i both yeah now well, be, you know they they target the new guy hey there's a from no, my boss target, i should look at this sorry whoop, whoop, whoop. they target the gullible <laughs> yeah captain clickbait here well what it is reporting is, for duty <laughs> what it is is uh and i was told by chuck opperman that You'd have to click on a link inside the. Just opening an email isn't enough, but that's not enough for them. And I and I respect them on this. Uh, if you click on an email that looks appealing and you know isn't official on a work email, I guess you're supposed to be suspicious of every single thing in the inbox. Not suspicious yeah. when you open it and it's a Nigerian prince or someone tells you just want a Volvo, which happened to me the other day. And um, it's supposed to be here next week, by the way. And I only had to send, uh, <laughs> I, I had to send a bank check uh, for just way a tiny to help part a foreigner them. out, Bob. Yeah. You're a good American. But um, uh, but anyway, I clicked on this email and it goes, "This is a phishing test. You failed." And then yeah, you know. But this there. company, uh, Sinclair. Yeah, Sinclair Broadcasting, second they, largest broadcast group in America. Is it in the news? Oh, it's all over the news. Okay. I don't want to get you in any trouble for talking. No, I know. That's why, you know, I didn't, wouldn't bring it up. And I, 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 I mean, won't, can't say anything. Here you are trying this. to scam their dental plan. I don't want you to get in trouble <laughs> for this, too. Now, you know, we got we got emails right away. Um, it's funny. I mean, you know, they shut down every system of our company. It's these ransomware, these pirates, these, uh, you know, techno I saw pirates. that TV stations were off the air with their local newscasts. Yeah, yeah, but which means that advertisers can't get their message to the public, which means our revenue stream is bupkis. Ooh. Wow. Which means they're losing lots of money on an hourly basis. And they uh, don't want to cave and pay, of course, you know, because that's, you don't reward terrorism. So they're trying to do workarounds and they're working hard and we're bringing things back online as they as fast as they can. 
Now, wow. if, if I'm not mistaken, one other big company that we used to work for. Mm-hmm. Um, Keebler, right? When we were making cookies in that that's tree? That's right. Those no. were great days, buddy. Great the days. The company's name has changed. But it, yes, it has. You're right. It was uh, targeted and by all uh, accounts paid the ransom. Yeah, yeah. But this is, uh, I think we're the third major broadcast group to be slappity dunked. Yeah. yeah. I don't want. They got this one company right by the Cox. This one company. I don't want to name them, but boy, they grabbed them right by the. That's the name of the company. Yeah, that's what it was. Cox, by by the way. Yeah, Um, and they 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 did a terrible job from all accounts handling their situation. So the company's doing. Are you pretty sure it wasn't you that clicked on the thing? That I am not sure it wasn't me that clicked on it. I'm terrified. Are you kidding me? Sure, I'd like to save money on my dental insurance. Uh oh, whoopsie daisy. Yeah, I, I don't know, and that's the thing with working from home. Working remotely, right. having our system spread out across so many platforms, you know, I mean, who knows where, you know, the water started coming in and the old Titanic started taking water. Who knows? So, yeah, it's been a fun week for me. But Are I you getting good. your paycheck? Um, Yeah, that's according okay. to, yeah, I can't really speak, but yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to they... represent the company, so I won't ask you any questions. <laughs> no, I know how that works. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. It's what you you signed some employee handbook saying you would never do that, and so did I. Right. And then I, I'm like, well, I'm just talking. It's just a little podcast. Just talking, having fun. Just having a little, okay. little fun with Bob. Well, I hope they I hope they get away without paying it. But I I understand that these ransomware companies have better customer service than our regular companies that we try to call to fix our phones. Like, welcome to customer service at ransomware. Oh, let me get you to that department. Oh, you want to negotiate? <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard they, they actually, um, you know, they make it easy to give in. Sinclair has 185 television stations. Wow. That's a big company. All right. Well, wish you best of luck. Um, I, you know, we're uh, we're in touch with our clients and we're... You know, we're going to make this right. Okay. Uh, one last topic I'll throw out there. How do you feel about vaccinating kids? You have, well, your youngest is, you know, almost grown. She, well, youngest to be, my youngest won't be a kid in a week. Yeah, she's going to be 18? Yep. Awesome. That's next week's fun topic. <laughs> Darby. Oh, she's so smart. You, just, you don't have to worry about her. Thanks. The other one you had to worry about, but she turned out great, too. She she rolled around the corner to Smart Town, yeah. <laughs> yep. So if you had, uh, my granddaughters are four and seven. If you had four and seven-year-olds and you lived in California and you were about to be told that in order to go to school or daycare there was a, a vaccination mandate, how would you feel about it? Um, I've already vaccinated my kid to the to the teats to get her in school. You know how many shots but my kid got? That's your 17-year-old I'm talking about. So uh, you so you Well, no, well, but when when it was time to put my kid in public education, right? She had to go through a series of vaccinations. Oh, you mean those other ones that that yeah. never never made the divisive media. Yeah. And this well, one is no le- this one is no less tested, no less researched, no less safe. Than says any who? vaccine says who did Rachel Maddow feed feed you that fake news? Yeah, yes, Mad Cow did. I, I do have Mad Cow disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, uh, no, that's it's a fact. You they, have a, it's no, a fact. No, you haven't read no the research. So this is one of the other things. No, I do did. know that no steps were skipped in getting this to the public. Ooh. There was an accelerate. You know why there was an accelerated timeline? By the way, you, you should know, have you a know, diploma you know, on your wall that says no steps were skipped in getting this. Uh, you don't know nothing. We don't. None of us. I, I know, know tons. I know tons. Tons. Yes. Some well, things just because they're reported on, on a news site you may not agree with still happen to be true. This 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 um, vaccine came to market quickly, and I give Trump credit for this because they invested in not waiting. To most vaccines take forever to get somewhere because they have to wait to see if it's effective to keep moving forward before they dump any more money well, and also it. the emergency dump, the emergency dictates well, I'm, I'm, I'm come on, it was fast it was done faster because of the emergency i, I i've I, it achieved emergency use authorization right. which is a quick step i agree but as you know, as far as testing it on people as far as waiting for for effect and result yeah, yeah. right yeah. they they didn't okay so they were doing step 1 you instead of instead of waiting to see how it, it worked on how how it was affected and and effective on on the the study case, right? Instead of waiting to then invest in step two, they started step two immediately. When's your show on Doctor Radio? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I wish I had one. <laughs> you, you see what that I'm saying? thing that I, that people do where they try to act like they know stuff, whereas they just look. You believe that, just like I believe that global warming is an issue, but that's a narrative. I believe I'm not a scientist. I can't tell you why. Um, and, and so when it comes to the vaccines, lots of people. And I don't blame them. Don't believe that they're thoroughly safe yet. And part of why they and their gut don't believe is because the communication from our science and our governments is so shitty. And uh, and it is. It's awful, uh, the communication uh, that we're getting. Like, I watch a scientist do a lecture every day, and I learn so much that I go, Oh, wow, could someone call a news network? Could we have a heart-to-heart conversation with a real science scientist where he's not being a political bureaucratic hack? Uh, and could you explain this? So uh, now I'm doing what you're doing. I'm trying to act like I know what I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's all right, buddy. But, We're well, all having uh, fun. Uh, so let me just give you some info that really shocked me. Uh, because I was talking to my son last week who was concerned, and I would be if I were him too. you got, you know, four- and seven-year-olds, and there's stuff floating around about how the vaccines might cause long-term problems in them, which we don't know because we haven't had them out long-term. A very reasonable thing to be concerned about. And uh, and it's like, shouldn't the parents, you know, we have all this my body, my choice. Shouldn't the parents decide what happens to their minor children before the government goes sticking needles in their arms? Well, it depends, obviously, the answer. Depends on how big the emergency is. And to parents of kids in the single digits, the chances of them being a COVID fatality are infinitesimally small compared to older people. They're just very small. And if a parent says, I'd rather take my chances than put this vaccine into a very young person who's still developing... You know, that's not entirely unscientific or unreasonable to want a good counter argument. You agree? Yes. Okay. And that's all I know. So I'm not going to try and ram the point home. But I, 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 so what I found out the other day from Vermont 
is, and we have, uh, Vermont has always been the state with the fewest cases, fewest deaths until now. Now, Vermont has had cases double in the last couple of weeks. Just crazy double. And Vermont is um, experiencing a huge rise in a certain age group. In fact, this age group leads all COVID cases by a mile. Care to guess what the age group is? No guess. Oh, I was thinking I put 65 you guys and to, over. I was yeah, thinking I, was I put say you guys 65 plus. I was thinking I put you guys to sleep. Okay. The <laughs> age group with more infections by far than any other age group is 0 to 9. Remember in Vermont somewhere around 98% of seniors are vaccinated. Doesn't care if they got stopped the steel signs in their yards. They still went and got the vaccine because they don't want to freaking die. And we got, you know, a decent Republican governor here and two great Democratic senators. And we don't have the uh, divisiveness that the rest of the country has. We just don't. We're neighbors. So zero to nine, by far the highest number of cases, followed by with half, a little more than two-thirds as many, 30 to 39. And then the next age group, 10 to 19. The next one, 20 to 29. The next one, 40 to 49. And everybody between 60 to 80 is underneath those. So the argument about kids' vaccinations is actually a question of would your kids think that the risk of a vaccine is small enough that it would be worth saving lives? Guarantee you, you won't hear that on any divisive media that we have. Come on, people now. Smile <laughs> on your brother. <laughs> so. Okay, I'm in a ranting mood. I hate it when I rant, by the way, because I don't like rants. I like jokes. But this, to me, is just so important and literally it unknown. Is. I mean, I pulled this I pulled this graph up, right? Uh-huh. And, um, and, and it showed this massive spike in zero to nine cases. And I sent it to Keith. I said, just so you know, here's some data. And he goes, well, who's this VDH you quoted? <laughs> and by the way, he didn't say it with that tone of voice. I, I threw that in to dramatize yeah. because divisiveness sure. sells. Well, we're telling stories here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he said, who's VDH? And I said, oh, it's the F Vermont Department of Health. It's just the number of cases uh, adjusted for population per 100K by age group. And zero to nine is, is basically kids were always a Petri dish going to school. And now people like Colin Powell... I'm going to pretend I like him for this segment, by the way, because it suits my narrative. Mm -hmm. People like Colin Powell, who were immunocompromised because he had blood cancer, mm -hmm. die because not enough people are vaccinated. So should kids be vaccinated? Heck if I know. Uh, I'd sure like to, and even my scientist friend hasn't been dealing with safety in children, and the truth is probably this. There hasn't really been enough time to be entirely sure. Yeah, that's so, fair. And so I sort of side with my son. I guess it's up to the parent. Tutor him at home. 
march well, on the Capitol? Isn't it isn't it uh, the responsibility of a school board or a school district to make sure they provide the safest environment ever? In California, it's uh, the responsibility of a super hated governor to rile people up. <laughs> yeah. Now, come on, come on now, yeah. come on. No, Gavin Newsom, they, they can't stand him in California. I know, I, of course they can't, of course right. they can't. But um, my question, isn't it isn't it the responsibility of a school principal even? Or, or, or school, you know, secretary used to of do an impression of a principal that was so funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to put life and death on a principal on a global scale, I, I, I don't know. I'm not know. asking life and death. I'm saying, isn't it, isn't it, well, it is their responsibility? Wasn't it their responsibility to provide the safest environment? That's an easy yes or no question, right? For it their is, kids. Of it, yeah, of course. But remember, is. these kids, zero through nine, who are the Petri dish. Mm hmm. They are not experiencing high death rates because they're young and their immune systems react fast and they don't have the weaknesses that older people have. Yes, but they are dying. Oh, not very many kids at all. No, the death rate. <laughs> no, seriously. And by the way, Dude. no no dead kid is a good dead kid, but let, let's be honest. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, when your self-driving car drives better than you, you're fired as a driver, right? Okay. And, and, and numbers-wise, I don't have the kids' numbers in front of me, so I'm pretending I know because I I have seen them. Uh, no, the, the, the uh, mortality rate in children has always been very tiny. Now, there have been some serious cases, just as there are with any disease and the exceptions to the rule. But I saw a very educated meme recently that said, mm -hmm. you know, um, walk through a graveyard, an old graveyard. Mm-hmm. And see how many tombstones are shaped like cradles. Yes. Or have infants. I've done this. You know, buried below. Yeah. You know, and, and then notice how that stopped about the fifties. Yep. Stop seeing these. Those are vaccines. Things. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did Biden come on TV and lean into the camera and have a heart to heart <laughs> talk with us and say that? No. The guy hides. They. He says like he five hides. Words. Hides. Oh, oh he's a, he's, he's <laughs> dude. The dude God. is so disappointed. I am a radical centrist, and I don't like either side. You guys better get used to that. And what, and, and, what, and what what don't you like about Biden, Bob? I what don't this. I like about I'm, him? Yeah. He's yeah. six hundred years old. Okay, I'm just okay. riling him up. By the way, you fair, see no, what I'm enough. doing? I'm trolling him. You can hear that, right? So, what, I mean, you're you know, increasing I, I, I engagement, Bob. That's right. <laughs> yes, you are. I was going to hold you here and have you're you super serving our conservative listenership. Well no, done, my friend. There's nothing about this guy that look. I, what? I, what, I, what? He's a what? good public speaks, servant for many, many poorly? years. He speaks poorly. He speaks poorly. Is that why you hate him? Is no, that no, why he's no, the worst I don't hate ever? him. See, look. But at, that's what I'm saying. Is that why everywhere? you have to? Oh, Bob is not being divisive enough. Let's no, accuse no, no, him no, of no, hating no. somebody. No, you I just. just said, I, I'd like to see some leadership. I'd like somebody to communicate with people in a voice I, that everyone can understand and hear and show some leadership. I think demanding a, va a, man a vaccine mandate when a third of the country has been brainwashed into thinking it's a bad idea is leadership. You just called people brainwashed. How often do I you did. call people brainwashed and they go, oh, thank you? God, especially one, since one you put in, it that way. One in, since one in you put it that way with such empathy, you've totally won me you. over, Spike, by calling me brainwashed. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I do. Okay. What's that old flies with honey? Not Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. Come on, people now. <laughs> Smile on your brother. All right. Brother uh, Zip, thank you. Brother Spike, thank you. I love you, buddy, and I appreciate you letting me rant and rave. No. I really do. We Thanks for the, the engagement, Bob. Yes, we invite the bull to the China <laughs> shop because broken China sells. China sells, just baby. sitting there doesn't do anything. I'm like a shredded Banksy waiting to happen. <laughs>
And Zip, thank you for being you. Well, thank thank you, Bob, right. for Zip's thanking me for being guy you. In the world. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, I, Mr. Wonderful. Gonna play a couple of uh, songs here. I got two. Uh, two Spike, one Spike song and one by a band called Daddy Long Legs. Do you remember them, Spike? Of course, Pam's band. You bet. Pam Tobiason, who oh. uh, who played with us at Newtstock. That's going way, way back. Uh, and uh, and Spike singing with Collective Soul. And, um, and Collective Soul has this song, Shine, which is their big hit. I've played it once before on the podcast. And they have the thing where they go, yep. And... Um, did I ask him if you could do that? Yes, you did. You talked to him, Ed, and let, Ed Rollins, and let me do that with them. It was like, hey, yep. is it okay if Spike just goes, yep? And Ed was like, sure, I don't want to stay here for another four minutes and just say, yep. And uh, Spike goes in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a nice guy, actually. He he got that you would be thrilled. Several times you got to sing with big artists. Uh, yeah. I, I remember Slow Ride. I got to sing with Foghat, sing with Lonesome Day from Foghat, one of the highlights of my life. to the high part. So uh, we'll play Collective Soul and uh, and then Daddy Long Legs doing a song called Sweet Touch, which I honestly think is a fantastic song. And then uh, uh, maybe I'll... Yeah, I need to say something here. I need to say something here. Okay. You You know we lost Pam this year, right? Pam passed away? Yes. Oh, and as as you what were a terrible the story, way for me to find. Well, it's good. I, I know, no way, I know. But... I, I didn't want. I didn't want to go through this thing and play this music without bringing it up and telling you. Oh. I, did, I I realized as you were going through this that you you must not you couldn't I did have not heard. Know. No, I'm on the east coast. You would have said that. Yeah, she you passed know. away in July. She and she never did anything terrible in her life. So there was no. She was to, ma- she was magnificent to go viral. She was an amazing singer, wonderful person, a, a wonderful person, absolutely, and young, man. Ish. Yeah, where none of us are young anymore. Oh, so sad to hear. Okay, well, screw Spike. We're going to skip his song and just go. <laughs> Please do. No, we're not. <laughs> uh, we'll play the Collective Soul thing, and then uh, I'm going to play two by Daddy Long Legs. And I probably shouldn't play the Young Bloods. Come on, people now, smile on your brother, because I'm going to have a Jonathan Edwards version in another week. So all stand right. by for that. And a quick thank you to all of our Patreon supporters who literally have lifted us up to the point where our bills are covered. And uh, that's really kind of you. I just want you to know that we think about you uh, every week and appreciate you being there. You can go to Bob Rivers, uh, patreon.com slash Bob Rivers and contribute to the podcast if you want. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep doing it. I think. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I hope so. Should we threaten to shut it down if we don't raise a certain (laughs) amount of no, we're not going to do that. Uh, anyway, thank you all. Here is Collective Soul with Spike O'Neill. Stand by.
Oh, you went right back to the straight yes. Yep. <laughs> After the okie dokie. I can't believe how the stuff we got away with oh. in radio, having yeah. those guys show up in your garage. 
Oh. And the, the people who came through and playing. It's just magic. Wonderful stuff. And uh, oh. Oh, now I'm still thinking a lot about Pam uh, Tobiason, yeah. who uh, came in and sang some twisted tunes for us. She and... was Pam Comstock when we met her. Remember? That's right. Yeah. And, and young. Uh, yeah. I guess we were a little bit younger. Seems like she was younger than young. Though. She was younger than us. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, let this let this next two tunes be a tribute to her. One is a song that I believe she wrote in the band Daddy Long Legs, which I recorded an album just because I w they were great and I wanted to. And then the other is a twisted tune she did about old drivers, which I will dedicate to Bob and Zip. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Kelly and uh, Spike O'Neill. So here's I'm, I'm there. I'm uh, there. And Pam, oh, what a rocker! Oh, she was a understudy for uh, the part of uh, uh, Jan Janice Joplin. Janice yeah. Jop, Jop, what do you say her name? Joplin. Yeah, J Joplin. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Anyway, uh, here she is. Sweet thing.
Well. Is it just me, or is that pretty darn good? Speechless. That's, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Unbelievable. Didn't realize it at the time, I think. Honestly, took it for granted. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I liked it at the time. I just... No, you, know. you liked it enough to dedicate hours and hours and hours to help them make a record, It's just which is... You, you got it. You at least got it. Well, I, I knew, knew she was good. I knew the songs were good, and I figured I would do a shitty job recording them. Well, if you recorded that, you didn't do it. You didn't. That, was bad. that was recorded in my house on a two-inch tape and mixed, I think, by me. I don't, Sounds I, that great. Was, that was early before I could hire anybody to help. As soon as I could, I shoved as much work on other people as possible. That <laughs> Zip knows all about that, and so does Spike. <laughs> uh, anyway, wow. I feel like I want to play another one of our originals and not the Twisted Tune. Should I, should I do that? I think it would be appropriate, yeah. Okay. Here's Pam Comstock, Cam, Pam Comstock, Pam Tobiason. This is the, I think this is Shadowland, which was the first song on the album. You possess the lock and key to all I feel, take away my dignity. Now I beg and steal, left here on my own again. So it seems that a needle I try to mend. All our broken dreams as I hide in the shadows. Till I know your love has gone down, hide in the shadows. Till I know your love has left town, I'll be sadder the wiser. When I know your love has gone down, hide in my shadows.
Shadowland. Very nice. Yeah. I just remembered that that was the first. That was the band that played Buck Naked at the first nude stop. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And oh my like, god. And and uh, she was so cool. Oh. So like a hippie chick in a, in a sense. And she was like, Yeah, I will play at nude stock. I'm like, Are you sure? Uh, <laughs> Do you know what <laughs> sure means about... naked, right? You yeah. know that. And they just like, oh. See, back then there was no, uh, you didn't walk around with a movie studio in your pocket with an iPhone, so there's no... Right. God, you can imagine if we try to do that nowadays with that oh, kind of... Oh, it, it only Lord. lives in your memory. That, like, everybody... Like, yep, t- we were all you, thin, you, young, tan, beautiful people. You weren't Except there, Zip, but 2,000 naked people <laughs> held a rock festival just because we had the idea and said, let's do it. Jeez. I know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you guys exactly. were influencers. Well, and this is pre-grunge. Bad, bad influencers. Yeah, <laughs> bad influencers. This is pre-grunge, too. This is like 1990, 91, somewhere around there. So it was... Yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Salute, uh, R.I.P., and God bless, Pam yeah, Tobias. Okay. Bye, boys. That's it. We should all go home, right? Yep. There oh, we're go. already home. That's I forgot about it. It's a podcast. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip.